flick on the kid pod, the kid Carson show. With honest conversation, you can always know. The intention is to grow, you can feel the soul. Attitude of gratitude, the guests are dope. Who's next to show? At the paradox, apparently a pair of top guns in a field talking triceratops. Can't stop, won't stop, honest conversation. Big kid on his own, it's a new station. It's the You with the We in the Yeah, 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 yeah. Now give it up for your host, the realest man in broadcasting history. Kid, 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 Carson. I love it. Let's get it. And today's episode brought to you by Kid Carson and Friends. We're back March 2nd, downtown Vancouver with Danielle Laporte, Mark Groves, Dr. Suki, DJ Sirianni. It's going to be an incredible day if you are someone who believes we are spiritual beings having a human experience. This edition of Kid Carson and Friends is for you. It's going to be amazing. And get your tickets. KidCarson.com. Before we jump into this, I know you guys loved our episode with Dr. Suki, which was number 96, where we talk about the nervous system. And you guys dug that one so much that I knew that you would love this episode with Tomic. Uh, Dr. Tomic Pajak. You got it. He said, don't try to pronounce it in Polish. Yeah. It won't go well. No, it's Payonk. Payonk. Yeah. Um, but so, so when do you decide to change how you tell people what your last name is pronounced um, like? Well, my, my family moved to Canada when I was three. Yeah. And so I didn't really have a say in it. That's just what they started calling my dad. And then that's kind of what I grew up with my name as. So. It just happened. Payjack. Yeah. 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 Right on. Who's the guy who used to host? Pat Sajak. Yes, yeah. Wheel <laughs> of Fortune. Yes. Is he Polish as well? Uh, I don't know, but I got that a lot growing up. Tom, Tom Sajak. And they call you that? <laughs> right. Oh, that's funny. Now, you are a guy who, who started a, a local business that people love. So many people that I know. I'm finally now someone who goes. It's called the Neuro Lounge. It's on, is it Richard Street? Yes. Richard, Richard Street. So we're going to dive into why people are going crazy for it. But when you go to the website, I mean, one of the first quotes that jumps out at you is this, relax your mind, restore your life, which kind of says a lot. That's actually the perfect thing to see when you go to the website, because it seems like we live in this sort of brick and mortar physical world, but really everything that we're looking at and experiencing that seems hard and physical is actually energy and it's actually all happening inside of our heads. Am I right in saying that? Absolutely. And, yeah. and it seems like a bold statement, but really the, like you said, energy is everything. And we're, we're actually um, looking to upgrade it and changing it to upgrade your energy, upgrade your life. Mm. And so, but really what I've found in, especially in today's kind of society is stress is a killer and it's, mm. it's affecting everybody's, you know, health, their, their longevity, their brain fog, all that kind of stuff. So, and I know you connected me to some weird gadget last time I was in the neuro lounge and it spit out a bunch of information. Can you describe what was that machine that you connected to my Yeah, so, body? so that's what we call our neural check. It's a in-depth heart rate variability assessment. So it looks at your resting heart rate pattern, and from that takes out information to see basically if you're actually in a restful state. Mm. And a lot of people aren't, and, and you weren't. <laughs> no. And neither was I when I first got into this work. Um, our nervous system, you know, it's our it's our computer system, and and I always tell people. It has a bandwidth just like your computer has a bandwidth. Mm. And, you know, I have this older laptop that I sometimes do Zoom calls at, at work. And if I have too many programs open, 
that, that thing starts to crash, starts to slow down. The same thing happens with our nervous system. Whenever it gets overwhelmed, all these issues start to come up. And that's how I got into this work with, I, I was having um, chronic neck and shoulder pain. And as I've been a chiropractor for 17 years and I couldn't figure it out. I was doing chiro, massage, physio, you know, stretching, uh, you know, eventually it just got worse and worse and worse. And interesting, you mentioned uh, Suki. Suki was one of the first people that kind of steered me in the right direction. I kind of, I ended up in his office just by, by chance. And I remember the first session he did with me was more uh, energetic. Mm. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> he barely touched me, you know, the way, the way I worked with you. Yeah. And um, I didn't feel anything instantly, but when I left, I started to feel kind of energy moving kind of in my chest area. And then I remember on our second session, I literally like had a random tear start coming down my eye and everything just started shifting. Mm. And within about a month, but that neck and shoulder pain was gone completely. So I was like, I need to learn this. And that's what led me down this path to really a deeper understanding of the nervous system of energy. And I've always been into technology and, um, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I sucked at meditation. I was reading all the books, I was listening to podcasts, hearing about all these people have these amazing experiences, but nothing was happening when I was meditating. I was mm. just sitting there, you know, feeling kind of uncomfortable, all these thoughts going through my head. So um, I got an, an email actually from BrainTap, this was about six, seven years ago, and they were doing campaigns um, for all these practitioners talking about this solution for emotional stress. And I was like, you know, I was skeptical, just like most people are. How are these lights going to make me feel better? But I did a deep dive into the research, you know, read the, the research that they provided. And I just jumped in, ordered it. They had a 30-day money-back guarantee. So I was like, what's the worst that can happen? And I'll be honest, I didn't like it when I first tried it. <laughs> I found it irritating. My ears were uncomfortable. But that just shows how stressed I actually was. Mm. The more stressed your nervous system is, the more resistance there is to these inputs. Because these, these new frequencies that are coming through your eyes, through your ears, the sounds, the, you know, the, the meditations, they're, they're designed to shift and change your brain, change your frequencies, ch change your state, most importantly. So, but I stuck with it after about the sixth or seventh session. I, I just went into this deep, deep state, and I've never experienced that before. And that's what we call theta. And so, just to back up a little bit, brain tap is like, uh, it's like the goggles that you put on me Absolutely. when I was at the Neuro Lounge. So it's like these like, goggles that you wear look like you're going snowboarding or whatever. But inside, there's all these different lights. And then there's sort of like some speakers that flip down over your ears, like earmuffs. Mm -hmm. So you got the goggle-earmuff combo. Again, it looks like you're headed to, uh, you know, Cyprus. But inside, there's like these sounds and these lights that are blinking and flashing. And you have your, your eyes closed. Mm -hmm. And through the series of sounds and, and blinking and flashing of lights, it starts to change your brain. Absolutely. It does something called brainwave entrainment. So our brain's always trying to uh, perceive everything in our surroundings and make sense of it. So it creates patterns. So it's essentially trying to shift and change your patterns in your brain. Thanks for explaining it like a, to a, like a five-year-old. <laughs> I need things broken down so, so yeah. simply, right? Yeah. Um, okay, now, backing up to when you were visiting Dr. Suki, who's a, a chiropractor, right? Yeah. Or that's his main sort of uh, practice. And then he branches off into, like you, into all sorts of different things. Now you show up there, he's working on you, kind of like you worked on me the other week. You're barely touching me. I mean, you know, I've been going to chiropractor on and off for, you know, 20 years. And I'm laying there 
and ba- honestly, I feel like you're barely even touching like the back of my shirt. I'm like, are you, is this guy even in the room? <laughs> honestly. Yeah. And so you've got to have people who at first think, am I being scammed? Like, I got to check the address of this place. Where am I? The fact that when you go to get in some sort of alignment, um, you're not touching. You're Absolutely. just shifting energy. That's got to be a weird thing for a lot of people to wrap their minds around. It's so foreign. It is. And, and when I first went to Suki, I actually had no idea what he did. And a couple of people just said, oh, you got to go check this guy out. You know, he's, he's got a great practice. He does things a little differently. Mm. If I had known, honestly, I maybe may have not even gone. Like, I didn't really understand energy, and I had no idea he did that. Um, but what I do at the Neuro Lounge is I spend quite a bit of time explaining it up front. So I have, I have like, some forms. We just uh, explain how this is different. And I always tell people... Um, you know, just give it a shot. We're going to meet meet up in two days and discuss how you're feeling. And 70% of people I work with notice a shift. And so mm. it's really easy to, you know, talk to them after that because they're like, wow, like I had this big shift with such little work. And, you know, the 20% who don't feel anything, those are a little tougher. But, I, you know, I, I recommend, like I said, with brain tap, I mean, if I quit after the first session, then Neural lounge probably wouldn't exist. Right. Okay, so we're talking about two, two things. Mm-hmm. There's sort of working with energy in the body, mm-hmm. and then there's brain tap. So you got the, the, you know, when someone lays down on the table, like a chiropractor session, and you know how to make the energy flow in their bodies, that's one thing. And then there's brain tap, which is you put the goggles on, and you get the lights and everything flashing. Mm-hmm. And are, do you do those things in tandem? Yeah, so, so they're, both, they're both really trying to do the same thing. They're both trying to shift your frequencies and shift your energy. One is more focused on the brain. One is more focused on the body. But they're both, I, I, I look at the body as a, just another brain almost. It, it has, you know, it's like an antenna bringing in all this information. Mm. So um, the reason I, I look at them kind of in tandem is because they, they have a lot of similarities. And, but most of my clients actually do both. And that's why I think we get such good results. So many, you know, great raving reviews. Mm. Because if you're just doing one or the other, you might be missing something. Mm. Okay. So let's dive into brain tap first. Um, it's bypassing your sort of conscious awareness mm-hmm. and it's going right into, let's talk about how the brain works like that. How we receive information. The, the nervous system is picking up everything from our surroundings through our senses. And it has to filter all this stuff out because it's just, the, the numbers are mind boggling of how many actual bits of information are coming through, through our eyes, through our ears, through our senses. And it, it's really, our nervous system is all about efficiency and patterns. So, you know, the more we do something, the more that ingrains a pattern within the nervous system. An example that, that I like to use is if you imagine like a, a grass field with, you know, say two foot high grass. Every time you, you do something, it's like walking through that grass. And when you do something repeatedly, it's creating more and more of a pathway. So our brain works like that, creating all these neural pathways right from, from conception, from birth, and all these pathways just start to form. So what, what a lot of people's problems are is there's nothing wrong with them. They've just created patterns that are not, we call it adaptive, which means they're not serving their like goals or what they want, their outcomes that they want in life. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so really thinking of the nervous system as an antenna, and because, again, it's literally taking in all this information. So when we, when we work with that antenna, we're trying to change the patterns, change the frequencies, and really change the available energy in those systems. 
And, and so I like to think of brain tap as just like a, a workout for the brain. So it doesn't always have to feel good. I was just talking to someone, I was on a, an Instagram live with someone who does brain tap and he said one of his clients, he, he didn't like it. Like he, 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 I think he stopped it halfway through the session, but then three hours later, he like calls back. He's like, wait, I feel better. Like I feel different. I feel mm -hmm. calmer. So he revisited it because it's like a workout, right? Not all your workouts feel good. You know, some of the best ones don't feel good. Yeah, yeah, true. Okay, so um, when, you, when you put on brain tap, um, are you going in for, to, to fix specific things? So, or is it an overall general brain health? So, so brain tap is, is great in the way that it's, um, they have something called a neuro algorithm that they've developed over the last actually 40 years. So they've been testing different frequencies and tones and sounds. And what they found is the brain gets bored very quickly. It habituates. So if you're doing the same thing over and over, even after like three times, your brain kind of plateaus. So each brain tap session is actually unique in the, the frequencies, the tones and the sounds. And it's, it's really just trying to get change. Um, mm. but, it's, but it is in a specific manner where if they didn't do it the way they did, it could like short circuit or overwhelm the brain. Um, I've spent two years studying uh, brain waves and what, what it really looks like is when we're awake in our conscious state, like the way we are now, we're in what's called beta frequency. This is a higher frequency between 13 and 30 um, uh, hertz. And healing doesn't happen in, 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 in that state. Like you can't really get into like deep digestion, deep uh, restorative. That happens in alpha, theta, and delta, which is delta is our sleep state. So you've, mm. you probably hear everyone talking about sleep so important. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the main reasons. It's like a restore for the nervous system. Everything starts to repair and heal. And so... Brain tap is a very quick and efficient way to help people get out of beta into alpha and sometimes into theta. Now, theta is this kind of mysterious, deep meditative state that a lot of people talk about, but not a lot of people experience. Uh, Brain tap has done research with skilled meditators, even with some like gurus in India, and they weren't able to actually get into theta with their me with their natural meditations. Hmm. So, but again, with brain tap, they found that about 70% of people get into it within seven minutes. And that's where you are when you're just like, you don't remember if you're there. That's, mm -hmm. th that's theta. The lights are blinking. And so in doing that, what does that, what does that do? With the frequencies, because there, there's, there's actually five technologies in brain tap and each individually has shown to benefit the brain, but they've combined them. So we can, we can go through them. Um, the lights in the eyes, they create something called a frequency following response. So when your eyes are closed, you're seeing these flashing lights come through your, your optic nerve. And your optic nerve is literally part of your brain. And so those signals, almost like a wave, start to um, go to other parts of your brain. So they've measured other parts of our brain start to sync with that. Does that make sense? So mm -hmm. it's kind of like syncing the brain to these rhythms. Mm -hmm. um, the other technology is the lights in the ears. Now, those lights are specifically um, designed to open up energy channels in your ears. Now there's something called auriculotherapy, which is like a, basically like an acupuncture of the ears, um, like discipline. There's, mm. there's people that practice just this auriculotherapy where they'll put like acupuncture needles in people's ears, helps with addiction, helps with anxiety. So BrainTap has found a way to tap into those pathways and open up those channels. So for me, like when I first started it, my ears would actually get really hot. That means they were majorly blocked. 
if your ears don't get hot, it means because it's an LED light, there's no heat coming off. It's just energy. Mm. So if your ears get hot during that, it's opening up these auricular channels. So that's another one. Now there's the sound. There's there's multiple sound um, technologies. There's isochronic tones, which is just like a a beat that happens at different frequencies. Which again, it'll start to like track with your brain, and your brain will track and start changing. There's binaural beats, which means there's two frequency, two different frequencies, one in each ear, and that creates um, the the brain has to to process it, and then it, it meets in the middle. So that that creates um, even deeper shifts within the brain. And then the fifth the fifth technology is the the sounds, the the sound journeys with the music. There's something called ten psychoholographic music, and then even the the spoken words are designed through uh, neurolinguistic programming and hypnotherapy. So individually, any one of these can actually help improve your brain, but combining them together, it's just a, a magical experience. Yeah, it sounds exhausting. <laughs> no one hurts a workout for the brain, right? <laughs> That's a lot going on. It is, yeah. Um, and I remember laying in the table and I had the brain tap thing on and you hear a voice talking, but then there's like another voice talking quietly in the background. And then I'm trying to figure out what, what what both of the different voices are saying. So that's also, those are, those are some of the more advanced sessions. And it's, again, trying to do something called lateralization, where it's trying to get both sides of your brain working at the same time. And everybody experiences differently. Some people will focus on one voice. Some people will kind of switch back and forth throughout the session. And, and eventually, when you do it enough, you can actually like tune into both voices. It gets into the subconscious mind too. So that's one of the, the great things about BrainTap 2 is you'll, you'll literally see behavioral changes and not know why. So we have, we have sessions for addiction. We have sessions for you know, negative self-talk. And there's, there's over 1,800 sessions. But wow. when you're practicing that, that will prepare the brain you know, to be in Times Square without being overwhelmed. If, if you have negative self-talk, you just crank that channel on and people just lay there and... And so how does that work? Because because of what the voice is saying? Absolutely, it's yeah. It's saying like, you're awesome, you're whatever. A lot of people don't realize, but our brain is literally recording everything that's happening. So if you're watching TV, if you're watching the news, if you're on social media, all that stuff is actually getting imprinted and downloaded into your brain. So BrainTap has, has you know, realized that and has tried to reverse it and try to put more positive, you know, messages. Mm. And your brain does its best learning when it's in these deeper relaxed states. That's where they call super learning, where it gets into the subconscious. So mm. um, with like, say, TV programming, you know, people will often get these commercial messages when they're in this, what a lot of people when they're watching TV, they're actually in alpha. So they're actually in, a, in not quite beta, they're not quite like thinking, responding, but they're in alpha. And that's why TV is so powerful and can really program people's minds. So BrainTap does that in a, in a positive way where they're, you know, downloading, um, you know, vitalistic messages, empowering messages. So that, that's the way that works. It literally is programming. Exactly. TV programming. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, again, that podcast you sent me, which I think, was he the inventor of BrainTap? Yeah. Yeah, that was Patrick Porter. Okay. Yeah, Patrick, he, he was mentioning a study. They had like people's, you know, brains connected to whatever so they could read on the computer what was happening. They had their phones in the other room on silent and their phones would ring completely on silent. And the person's brain who owned the phone would start to like, have a reaction, even though they couldn't be consciously aware that their phone in the next room was ringing. Yeah. And he described that as like, I guess where we don't even know where to go with that. Some kind of quantum well, yeah, entanglement with, exactly. your, with our phones. 
I was going to say, yeah, like, you want to go quantum, then that's that's what that's about. What are your thoughts on that? He only mentioned it quickly, but I'm like, oh my God, I have to ask, ask Atomic about that because that's, that's crazy. Yeah, and I've been diving deep into this and uh, I literally just finished a course for remote healing, which works with quantum entanglement, non-local energies. And there's quite a bit of research on it um, from a guy called, uh, what's his name? Uh, his name's his name's escaping me, but he was he was he coined the term morphogenetic fields, which um, saying it's not when we think of our bodies, and you know you hear people talk about auras and things, and mm-hmm. a lot of people think the aura is coming off your body, but in reality, what what quantum physics and the the, the best research shows now is those fields are what's actually organizing us. So it's the field that has the oh. intelligence, and it's like the field. You're just the most solid, dense part of the field. And so we're all in this big field, and that's where the entanglement comes in. So we all come from this, you know, quantum, you know, unlimited field. And we're just these, um, one of my mentors says, we're just these little, like, scrunched up parts of that field. Oh, my God. Oh, it's <laughs> the best. Oh, I've never heard it described like that before. Oh, my God, that's so great. What a great visual. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. That is... Oh, man. And, and the cool thing is they've done research on dogs and their entanglement with their owners. And they found that even like 100 miles away, if the owner turns around, starts heading home, the dog's physiology changes consistently. Wow. And I've never had my dog not at the front door when I, when I come home, right? That's unbelievable. For someone who's never heard the term quantum entanglement, it's the idea that it's like two particles that have been in contact with each other are then moved away from each other. And one can be you know, here in this booth at the Paradox Hotel in Vancouver, and the other one can be blasted to the other side of the universe. But then when one is rotated or, or is changed, the other one in perfect tandem also moves and changes. Yeah. Right? So it's sort of like you're connected through some sort of you know, Bluetooth or something, but it's not Bluetooth. It's, it's sort of just... Absolutely. Uh, is that? Am I doing a good yeah, that, job? Yeah, that, that, that's the experiment that that um, proves that that these these particles are connected, just regardless of of where they are. And then the reality is, we are these particles. Mm-hmm. So you know that's that's where the quantum entanglement um, comes into play. And, and then and you get these little things where like, oh, someone calls. I was just thinking about you, or you know, these little sort of random coincidences that seem to occur in life, seemingly with no explanation. Really, there is. Like we're just all a part of this quantum web or this field big thinkers describe it as we are all the universe experiencing itself we are all literally the same thing but you're just a different tentacle than i am and we're experiencing ourselves differently and then experiencing each other but really we're the same thing you know we are one like this all this whole thing there's real truth to that like actual scientific yeah, yeah, we're going, we're going deep. But, I know, um, but <laughs> it's just uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, even on uh, even on the NASA NASA website, they have this pie chart, and it shows what the universe is made of. And there's a little sliver that's less than five percent that says physical matter. The rest is is dark energy and um, dark matter, which we don't even really understand. And then even from that five percent sliver of of actual physical matter our awareness of that is is just another sliver. So we're aware of such, you know, minuscule amounts of our universe. So people who are expanding their awareness, opening themselves up to, you know, possibilities, they're the people that are starting to 
you know, experience these, these paranormal experiences. And mm. I, I, hundred percent believe it. I mean, yeah, we're living in the matrix for real, right? Yeah. Basically. Absolutely. I know people think that's funny, but it's like, it's, it seems to be more and more true every, yeah. you know, every time you go down that rabbit hole, it becomes more and more apparent. Um, so this now swinging back to, okay, so you are going to get your, you want to get a chiropractic adjustment. The guy barely touches you. Um, now it makes sense. Like if just trying to shift things around the body physically with like by pushing down and adjusting bones and stretching, it makes sense now that you would want to move things energetically because we are energy. Mm -hmm. It's what a serious upgrade. Yeah. And talking and, about healing the body and people just want results. So, you know, they're, they're open to trying things, you know, a few times. And if you can deliver a shift and a result with barely touching someone, they're, they usually become a client for life. Awesome. So, so that's what you're really known for, the, the, the brain tap system that you have. Um, and then energy flow. It, what do you call that? Like chiropractic, like no touch chiropractic? That would have been great during COVID. We have no touch chiropractic. <laughs> <laughs> I should have jumped on that. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Um, well, it's, it's called network spinal. And there's, there's a few different um, techniques and approaches that have been diving into this. There's, there's thought leaders, there's, there's doctors that have been, um, you know, exploring this realm for 40 years. Mm. And so my, my mentor, Dr. Donnie Epstein, he's, he developed this about 40 years ago and he keeps refining it. And there's, it's really about the most efficient way to clear the body of all these um, blockages and, and imbalances. Mm. And so, but it, it's, there's a name for it. It's called network spinal. Network spinal. Mm -hmm. So when you say blockages, like, like someone was telling me that, uh, that that that's what trauma is. Like trauma is sort of blocked energy, and 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 you can like, when you feel sort of stuck, like you don't know what the next step is, or you can't get out of this sort of this rut. Your mind is just sort of stuck in one place. You need to go and have like your energy. I don't know, get your energy checked. Look under the hood and get, get things flowing again, because that's how you release trauma. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah? So the, the the stuff I've been really diving into is learning to understand and impact and sense the fields of energy around us. And so, like I said, these, these fields are the actual organizing intelligences of our, of our body. And they want to be open and free to, they, they look like and can feel just like distortions. So it's like, you, you know, if you want a, a field that should be like a nice oval that's kind of flowing, but they become distortions. And the way that happens, from my understanding, is it's un unprocessed. It's uh, an input comes into that system and it doesn't really get out. It doesn't go through you. And so, you know, we, you've heard probably heard the term emotions are energy in motion. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times it's emotional like blockages and things you haven't felt and processed that create these block blockages in the field. Now, everything that happens in our body starts in the field. So if you have a, an energy issue in the field, it's going to become a, a tissue issue eventually. Oh, say that again. So if you have an, an energy issue, it'll eventually become a tissue issue. So like a, a disease or a muscle soreness or... Ooh, if, if, you have, if you have an energy issue, it becomes a tissue issue. Mm. Yeah. I, I want to do an interview about this at some point, but German new medicine... Mm. Yeah, I have a friend it's, who's been uh, studying it and t t talking a lot about it with me, so I'm kind of very familiar. Yeah, and the, the idea that like, yeah, you have like a some sort of stress that they call it conflicts. Yeah, internal conflicts around um, around anything, and that conflict creates that uh, blockage, which eventually then turns in up in some part of your body, mm -hmm. and you're like, 
geez, what do you, why do I have this sudden pain in this exact spot? The research had shown, oh, people who have this particular stress, I don't know, maybe it's, I don't know, death in the family, a, a really stressful death in the family, always seem to get testicular cancer. Yeah. And they're like, wait a second, there's a correlation between death in the family and testi testicular cancer or, you know, financial uh stress and elbow pain. I don't know. And they figured out that, oh my God, there's certain stresses and I guess energy field. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the developer of it was uh, a German physician and he was, he was also working with oncology. So cancer, his son actually had a, had a untimely death and he developed testicular cancer. Okay. Cancer. That's where I got uh, that. Yeah, okay, I didn't uh, make this up. No, Good. No, I, feel, I feel better about myself. He, he developed <laughs> testicular cancer about six months later. And then he, he started to think, well, that's kind of weird. And he started looking at his client files and he started seeing all these patterns. And so he, he dove deep and he was doing what we're talking about, you know, the brain imaging and finding these correlations with this type of cancer with this, you know, brain imbalance. And so he mapped that out with the specific um, conflicts and the specific illnesses. And, um, and then again, you know, as soon as there's some controversy around it, but there's court documents that show out of 6,000 of his um, terminal cancer clients, 5,000 were still alive at the time of the court, and which is unheard of. So yeah, there's really something to that. If you've got an issue in the, how did you say an issue in the... Uh, energy issue will become a tissue issue. Yeah, energy issue becomes a tissue issue. Wow. What a reminder to like, we got to watch our energy. Because mm -hmm. sometimes we get in rut, so you're in a place... You're working somewhere, you're not happy, you're in a, in a relationship or whatever it is, and you just sort of keep sweeping under the rug for sometimes years. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, before you know it, you've got some sort of physical, like I think that, like, I mean, I was in the hospital last year with a thing for my lung, my left lung. I had a partially collapsed lung. I'm not sure. I don't know if we ever talked about I this. I think but, we did, no. But the doctors had no idea what, why. They're like, wow, this is so mysterious. We did all these tests on me and they couldn't find any. And I was ready for the worst. I thought they're going to tell me I have some kind of rare, you know, disease or something. Mm -hmm. But I know that I was going through a really stressful time. Right. You know, I, I'd been fired from the radio station. There was the, the collective trauma of what had been going on in the world for the last few years. And I was fired from the station and like, I lost my sort of sense of self for a while. And that trickled into stress in my, in my family and, and, you know, not really knowing how to trying to solve that, that riddle that life had thrown me, I think came out in this physical ailment. In my body until literally my partial part of my lung collapsed just like what you said but the way you put it is so good yeah. energy issue becomes a tissue issue <laughs> so it's important for us to work on our energy absolutely how did you first discover that it was through um dr suki he does a he does a version of it and i i started feeling these these big shifts in my own life and when i first saw him i was at a pretty low point i, I remember you know mentioned the chronic neck and shoulder pain and I was, I was also what I call in a state of denial because I, I, if you ask me at that time, how are you feeling? I'm like, fine. Are you stressed? No. Uh, but the reality was, you know, I was unhappy in my, my business. I was unhappy in my relationship. I uh, had a lot of, lot of other things going on, but I wasn't connected with it. And so the work that, that he did, um, and then as I started incorporating the brain tap, completely just transformed that. And I mean, I had coping mechanisms and that's, that's, um, that's a fancy word for addictions. So I was drinking, I was doing recreational drugs. I tried, you know, prescription drugs to just cope and just trying to feel normal. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's this type of, this work completely revamped that for me. So, um, I, I truly feel now at 42, like better than I've ever felt in my life. I feel more energy. 
I'm physically more flexible, mentally more clear. And I, I truly believe that's possible for everyone if they get to the foundational, the energy and then the nervous system. I mean, we've all just gone through that. People don't want to admit it, but the stats don't lie how much booze we were drinking mm-hmm. the last you know, three or four years during COVID. It was astronomical. For sure. Like crazy how much booze we were drinking. I, even in my building, I'd go down to like the recycling thing. Wine bottles, just like overflowing all over the floor. It was like insane. So we've all gone through just what you're saying, yeah. coping. And, and the key is really to find coping mechanisms that don't have, that have long-term positive effects. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now things like brain tap, things like, you know, exercise, things like running. So these are these are also coping mechanisms. They also, mm-hmm. you know, shift your brain, shift your physiology, but their long-term effects are positive. Whereas the ones I was doing before, they catch up to you. Yeah. It's interesting when I was in your office the other week, I mean, you had like a little diagram that you drew for me and I should have kept it. Maybe oh yeah, I, the, the bandwidth. Yeah, the, the bandwidth thing. And, and how lately when I'm stressed out is like, I just try to hit the gym a little more. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm doing a good thing. And, but even if I'm exhausted at the end of the day, I'll just go down and have a quick, like, you know, 20 or 30 minute weight session. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really a cardio guy. And so I'm doing like heavy weights thinking I'm just, it's all positive, but you're, you sort of set me straight a little bit and saying, well, what did you say about like, yeah. sometimes when your body's maxed out, having a workout might feel good, but it's actually pushing your nervous Absolutely. system over and, the edge. And, and I have to um, give credit to that analogy, actually, to Suki. He taught me the bandwidth mm-hmm. analogy, but essentially I, I like to think of it as that computer analogy. If you're, you know, running all these programs, which, you know, in, in our case here, it's you're stressed, you're, you know, you got, say, three radio shows to do that day and you're you're past your bandwidth already a workout is not going to help you it's going to f- cause further further damage further breakdown because it's taking up data mm. and so the the key is and the technology that we use in our office that measures the heart rate that there's versions of that that can be you know you've i think you did you say you have an aura ring or you've heard of the aura ring no i've heard of it though yeah, yeah. so the aura ring measures similar metrics and it'll let you know how much like bandwidth you have left. And so I have a, a Garmin watch that I use too that gives you a, a body battery score. So measuring things like that, and, and the more in tune that you get with your body, the more you can do it without technologies. But the technologies definitely help, especially if, if, you're, if you're disconnected from your body, you probably don't know it. And, and I've worked with like professional dancers, athletes who are actually quite disconnected from their bodies energetically. So that, that's really the key. But metrics like, like heart rate variability will help in that regard. Because again, pushing through a hard workout, going through a long run at that time can just push you over the edge even more. And I've, I've, I've worked with clients like that all the time. I've been in that situation myself too, where you, know, you feel like you're doing the right thing, but you're just pushing your body past. So maybe doing a brain tap or doing a, a yoga session will be better suited for you. Yeah, we just instantly go for a layoff, I'll have another coffee. Uh, during the day, or if I'm going to go to the gym, I'll you know, scoop a pre-workout in my water bottle, give myself give myself a little extra. You that, know, when that, I get that's like the worst thing you could do. Pre-workout? Well, just I mean, it's a it's a it, it's taken me a while to get yeah. to this point, but with any like a, a, we call them exogenous substances, so you know, caffeine pre-workout, it's it's basically giving you an artificial boost, and there's a reason why like you're tired, right? And so you're not honoring your, your body and you're not honoring what your body's trying to tell you. You're trying to override it. Does that make right. sense? Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, I used to be addicted to pre-workout and I mean, it, it, gets, it gets the job done, but 
I found that when you truly work on this stuff with your energy, with your nervous system, you're not going to need that stuff. And you'll be able to use the feedback from your body, from your surroundings to just crush it. I mean, I went for a workout at, you know, 6 a.m. today at that, that new gym we were talking about. And I haven't had coffee in three years. Really? Yeah. Good for you. I, I did quit coffee for a few months. I was working with a life coach, like, I don't know, four or five years ago. Yeah. And that was the first thing he said. Okay, you've had your last coffee for the next, like, three months. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? How did that go? Yeah, it was very hard for the first two weeks. But I actually afterwards felt amazing. I really felt good. Yeah. I had a friend um, it took him six months to recover, like, start feeling normal after quitting coffee. So it just shows wow. how, I mean, it's a drug, right? I mean, yeah. that's the bottom line. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when I was doing morning radio, like, initially, like, way back in the day, like mid-2000s, like the Beat 94.5, I would drink like Red Bull in the morning yeah, for the no, show. Well, no shame. I mean, I... <laughs> that awful? I used to, no, I used to do some bad stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With my, with vitamins, I'd wash my vitamins down. Yeah. Uh, my vitamin B complex with, uh, with the Red Bull. Crazy. Like sugar-free too. So it's got the extra, extra chemicals yeah. in there. I used to go to... Vegas. And Rockstar. I mean, all, I'm not singling out Red Bull. It was like all of them. Like, Red, yeah. you know, Rockstar yeah. and the other ones, you know. Well, I used to do the Red Bull vodkas. I used to have like 20 of those. Oh, that used to be know. my drink, dude. Yeah. There you go. Fist bump. <laughs> Back when I was in the going out days. Yeah. Because you had to go, wanted to go till 2 a.m. Absolutely. That's crazy, the things we do. That actually did end up burning me out, though. It does. My adrenal glands got majorly screwed, and I had to go for like a adrenal gland yeah. vitamin IV drips. Well, when you're, like a month. when you're 20, like you can get away with some of the stuff, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it adds up and yeah. it builds up. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't realize the potential limitless that they have. And, you know, we've been brainwashed and, you know, taught that it's, it's normal to be tired. It's normal to have headaches. It's normal to be sore all the time. And at one point I, I believe that too, but through this work and through, you know, mentors like uh, Dr. Suki and some of my other mentors, I truly believe everybody has the capability to just be limitless, feel, do whatever they want, like use, tap into that unlimited matrix. And how, how, how long does it take to get results if you show up? Uh, everybody's different. And um, I mean, we talk about these quantum shifts that can happen and it, and it is, um, the one of the things that I, I look at is we have these like levels, levels of energy that we can um, uh, kind of transcend. And when someone's on the verge of that, one or two sessions can take them to that new level and it could seem like like a like a miracle. Mm. Um, someone who's, you know, say they're far away from that level, they can take several months. I always see like pretty quite big shifts within six weeks, actually. It's it's a never ending journey as well, because there's mm. there's new levels the more the more you work on this stuff um dr suki actually has a really uh cool diagram that he shows where he has these these um it's almost like a like a pyramid that starts with really big base at the bottom and then smaller and smaller towards the top and it's the the dualities where we're at when we're at the lowest level that's our lowest level of energy we have the biggest swings of duality which means we have the biggest highs the biggest lows mm. when we go to the next level the, 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 the pyramid gets smaller, so our highs and lows get smaller, which means our, our problems get smaller. Like emotionally? Emotionally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. so these like emotional swings and these, um, the duality of it all. So every time we go to a new level, there's, it's like literally a new experience and a, you know, probably a new level of the multiverse that you're going into. Oh, it's such a good visual. 
your life's over and you're like riding this high, you're sort of manic and then back and forth. Yeah. And you notice and the then, people that are like really, truly conscious, they're just this like stable peace and like joy about them. They're not like manic in either direction. Yeah. Because they're near the, the tip of the pyramid. Yeah. There's not much room to swing at all. Yeah. Oh, that's such a great visual. Dude, this has been great. Yeah. This has been that. awesome. And, and, and thank you for supporting uh, Kid Carson and Friends. Absolutely. Appreciate that. That's uh, that's great. You're going to come? Yes. Yes. Hang I'm out? excited. Okay, yeah. It's a U.S. great guest. And like I said, you know, Suki's made a huge impact in my life. So uh, yeah. I'm excited Amazing. to support him and support you. Amazing. And thanks for having me. That's cool. Dude, this has been great. Awesome. Thank you so much. Cheers. Cheers.